Hi there, I'm Diana Liversidge and welcome to the first new podcast of 2020. Gosh, a new decade. How can it be that 10 years can pass as we age so quickly? I remember being 10 and thinking that my next door neighbour's son, who had just turned 20, was the most beautiful thing I had ever seen and that I would never ever get to be 20. It seemed like a huge milestone. It seemed like adulthood. Something so elusive and exciting and full of promise. And now in my 50s, I'm blown away really by how much has happened in the last 10 years. The the last 10 years for me have been a time of massive change. They've seen me have uh, the most incredible surgery on my heart, uh, which took me from a place where I was kind of told to go home and put my affairs in order Um, to five years on being probably the most well I've been in my adult life. I think being here in Wales, in the Woodlands, has a lot to do with that. I think the slower pace of life I have allowed myself, no longer feeling that my busyness somehow justified my existence, letting go of that has been a very significant part of the last decade for me. I guess that kind of goes hand in hand with not seeking or needing approval as much. And I think that's something that impacts a lot of us. Certainly in the work I do as a coach and mentor, people tell me a lot that they're they're very aware that they have this need, that that they have to be um, told they're good enough, that they have to be told they're achieving, that they have to be shown that they matter. And I get that. We all love to be told, you made a difference to me, you made my life better today, you made something really simple that touched me and, and made me smile. But there's a great difference between taking joy from that and needing that in order to feel good about ourselves. And I've seen a big shift in that in the last decade in my own behaviour and a sense of calmness that comes with that. I remember going back to that first decade of my life thinking that People in their 50s were just old and grey and tired and kind of worn out. And that they probably didn't do anything important or interesting anymore. And now, gosh, now I realise I'm only just beginning the important and interesting stuff. Now I realise all the years leading up to today have prepared me to feel differently and in, and ready and excited and hopeful. Wow, hope certainly for me in the in the last decade was one of those really, really wavering beliefs. 
I had to hold on pretty tight to hope, uh, certainly in the last five years. And I guess that because the outcome of moving, of, of turning our lives around into something positive after what felt fairly challenging as a family, you know, well over six months of me being really very ill, and then maybe a year and a half or even two years before physically I was well again. And, and I think mentally longer, actually. Um, I think there are still days where I, I have to challenge the voice in my head that asks, how come I got to survive? How come my surgery was successful when it isn't for so many others? Um, and hope resurfaced when I got through the kind of mire that you feel uh, that I certainly felt um, after that major surgery hope returned the idea that there was a future when only very very recently before then I really wasn't sure there was any Um, so hope resurfaced and it resurfaced for me at a time when as so often happens in life if we're open to it when I really needed it because there's been some pretty tough politics around the world um, in the last decade there's been so much anger and hatred expressed you know for me the last five years particularly have have kind of turned social media into anti-social media. There's bullying and this trolling. How awful that something's become so commonplace, something so vile has become so much a part of our life that it now has a term. Um, But this anonymity, this hiding behind a, a badge that allows people to express anger at each other in a way that I've never seen before. And it makes me want to reach out and ask them where their pain is coming from. And I have hope for them too. I have hope when I watch messages like, if you don't follow him on Twitter, please look up Chris Packham, um, who is a, a real ambassador for change for the planet to make sure we still have one. Um, But he gets some vile, vile messages and he sent a beautiful and heartwarming and compassionate uh, message for the new year to the people who do this to him. And that fills me with hope. Young people and women are filling me with hope at the moment too. There are many around the world Um, who are standing up and being counted and saying the uncomfortable things, the things that are so often not said or when they are said, they're not given the coverage they deserve. And because these women are eloquent and own their space with such integrity, I have great hope that the next decade will be one of change one of empowerment, hopefully one of realising how we really don't need more in most societies. What we really need is to see each other a bit more, to hear each other, to listen. 
and to hope. And hope requires action. Hope requires not just saying, wow, have you heard the message from Greta Thunberg? Isn't she fabulous? She fills me with hope. What she wants to fill us with is is the power to take action. And that, to me, is the hope I see for the next 10 years. That without hatred or anger online, that by re-socialising, by refocusing on the people we love, the people we can help, the people whose lives we can touch with tiny, tiny gestures and the right language, I see great hope for the next 10 years. I'd love to know what your focus for the last decade has been and where that takes you for the next. I think when we learn, particularly from the things that fill us with joy and hope and love, we really can change our worlds. Thank you for listening. I'm Dinah Liversidge and remember, there never was a box.